Hi, pals. <clears throat> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris news. New restaurant opens. New nighttime pre-show. Symphony of Colour. I was doing that thing at the start where, you know, where you pretend to be talking to each other. Yeah. I uh, like that. You normally you do, do that, that on your own, though. Normally do that at the end of... Yeah, I was doing it to myself, <laughs> just, just chatting away and no one was responding. You normally do that at the end of the show, though, don't you? Yes. Yeah, and also, in the old days, newsreaders used to have a stack of papers that they would shuffle. I, I think they're beyond pretending mm. they need paper now. I don't think they ever needed paper, but they, you know... Oh, we should have started, like, that BBC... Uh, News anchor recently by no. by flipping the audience off and then realizing and then immediately just resetting and going into professional mode. We're a family it. show. Can you redo it for me now? Uh, I'll do I'll do it with a thumb, Hang right? On. Welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. <laughs> there you go. It was like that. She, 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 she she's she's tilting her head to the side. And then <laughs> the camera comes on and she just calmly resets. No, then... she wasn't calm. She clearly knew what she'd done. Yeah, she but... looked really like rabbit in the headlights. <laughs> anyway, well, there's going to be international people calm. here who don't know um, don't know what's going on here. Yeah. There's a, a BBC... Well, Hughes just told you. A BBC news anchor was giving the finger to the cameraman and then the cameraman cut to her and she had to quickly hide the finger and pretend it hadn't happened. Yeah, but we that. all saw it. It was at the start of the show, though. So like, mm. there, was a, there was literally a countdown mm. to the start of the, the BBC mm-hmm. News mm-hmm. and she still managed to get caught. Fantastic. <laughs> Very good. Now, be- Professional to the end. Before we start, can I just have a moment to uh, to address the audience? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> do- <laughs> Thoughts from Chris. Thoughts from Chris. I just want to take a very quick moment to say last week we had some technical difficulties and this week I've been working to fix them, but I want to say a huge, massive, ginormous thanks to uh, voiceover guy who... Um, Via email, he's in the chat. Me. I don't know if he's there today. Or he is. Not. He is. There he we is. go. Well, yeah. Thank you, guy. I massively appreciate the help that you've given me up to now. Hopefully, we're in a better position this week. If not, it's because Amazon have sold me dodgy XLR cables. Um, but guy's also offered to take a look through our gear and give us a bit of a hand because he's a bit of a techie genius and he only lives around the corner. So in the new year, I'm going to take all my gear over there and we're going to give it a quick assessment and stuff and see if we can make sure it's working all right. See what new stuff maybe we need to purchase in the future to keep us going. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's it really. Listeners, to say. listeners didn't get the full effect of that because as Chris said, can I adjust the audience? He cut to a close-up camera of himself. Oh yeah, and it, <laughs> and it, it's just, it was quite funny. We just that now, sounds like a gloriously nerdy afternoon, though. You're going to really enjoy that. I, aren't ca- you? I genuinely can't wait. Actually, mm. I'm really looking forward you, to it. You'll have to do that when one of us gets uh, let go because we've done something like you know unforgivable. Yeah, and then you have to say like oh, we just have to start by saying um, Hugh isn't um, going to be continuing with us um, anymore. <laughs> it's a bit weird that you've closed up, did a close-up on me when I'm saying it's me. When you so, were saying it. <laughs> so we've established voiceover guys in the chat. Who else is in the chat, Huey? <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> All aboard. Now, Emily <laughs> is first in the chat. Ten days until DLP. Ten days? Yep. That's amazing. And Emily adds, that's 10 days of panic packing, wrapping, 
uh, and trying uh, try to straighten the house out for me. Hope oh. everyone's having a lovely weekend. Yes, you've got to have an emergency tidy up because the last minute stuff you have to do uh, creates a mess, but you don't want to come home to that mess. We we gutted the house last time and we came home and it was lovely to come to come home to. Hmm. Mm. You know, uh, apart from the fact that you come home to your house smell, which you didn't notice, but after two weeks of not being in it, you can smell it um, as if you've come from your own another house. You know what I mean? You, know, you, you, know can't, what I mean? Yeah. you can't leave a candle burning for two weeks, can you? No. John says, evening guys, 85 days for me. Got all my restaurant reservations. Getting so excited now. Oh, I want to say um, congrats to our Disney pal, Susie. Yes. Who's had a second baby. Uh, so congrats to Susie and Dan and uh, Sister Dot. Yay, babies. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, yeah, that's Chris's uh, standard response. Yeah, babies. I've got to say it twice this week because another uh, mutual friend had their, their baby as well this week, didn't they? Um, oh, Sophie. Yeah, yeah, she did, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I paused then because I didn't know uh, you knew her as well. But, oh, oh, yeah, because we, we were, yeah. I was in Sweeney Todd with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Come on. <laughs> Gareth says, had an amazing time in Paris. Ended up going to the hospital the following day, though. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hope it oh. wasn't... Um, Oh, it wasn't too bad. Oh, he says further down in the chat, actually. You'll, you'll see him. Ah, pains in my chest and struggling to breathe. Thankfully, test came back. It's just my asthma. Speedy recovery, recovery Gareth. Mm. Um, sounds like all the excitement was uh, maybe too much. Um, let's start with this one. Hey, everyone. Can't wait for the show tonight. Been loving the festive shorts. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, from last year? Yeah, they must be last year's. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying oh. to do... Um, 24? Or was it? No, we're trying to do 12. 12. We, we <laughs> got to about 8 or something. Eight, yeah. They were good, though. We, we talked about committing to it this year as well, and we just didn't. Yeah. Hey, to be honest, until this moment, I'd forgotten about it, and it's the 10th of December, so <laughs> it's a good job, isn't well, it? Well, not much had chance, though, have we? No, no. I've no. been a little bit busy. I hadn't forgotten, I just knew we couldn't. Uh, yeah, check out our mm. shorts channel on here, and uh, mm. they'll be there somewhere. Mm. Um, the Dunn family, bring on Boxing Day. 16 more sleeps. Lucy says, hi, it's Bonnie. <laughs> Hello, Bonnie. Um, she's uh, eating Nutella crackers upstairs. Oh, nice. Andrew says, hey, sat here wondering, who spends 330 euros on a bottle of champagne at a theme park? Should we be packing formal wear now? Yes, you should, Andrew. Um, well, Bonnie adds, am I the only one who's liked this live? Get liking, guys. No. <laughs> don't, you don't upset a child. Hello to Mark with a Q. We've got her on contract. Mark with a Q is here. Good to see you again, Mark. And um, yeah, uh, in response to Andrew's uh, wine uh, champagne thing, says uh, that's unfortunately the target market now. Mm-hmm. It's getting that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello to Sam. Good evening, everyone, says Sam. And Jimmy with the pink hand, all packed and ready for DLP tomorrow. What? Hello. Hello. I hope you have a great time. Jimmy. Uh, Dan says, hey, everyone, it's been a while since I've been able to say hi on a Sunday. It has done, but we're glad you're here. Just checking in then. We'll catch up tomorrow as usual. Hello to Moritz and Kerry and Lisa uh, and Scottish Claire back in the house and Cheryl, all the old pals. Disney Bride 2013. Who is Nate? Question mark. Plus Whitney Wits Wandlust. Voice over guys, we said. And um, Magical by Sarah. And I believe that is everyone except for Ruth, who just gets in there with a hi, everyone. 
Hi, everyone. Kerry has asked a really good question that all three of us can answer in different ways. So she's just said she really wants to book a last minute trip for January. Is it a good time to go? Could you just make a note of that, Huey? And we'll come to it after the news. Because I think that is a really good conversation to have at this point. I'll put Kerry dash January question mark. (laughs) Pompey uh, Ben at work. I think I've said that right. Um, Pompey Ben at work. Pompey Ben at work. Portsmouth fan. Hi, long time listener, but for, um, first ever time and alive on YouTube. No. You ready trip uh, trip <laughs> review? I haven't got my glasses on. Can somebody read that? No, I think it's you, a typo. But I you had trip review out in November 2022. Ah. I had the daughter who decided to break her foot the day before. Oh, oh I remember that one. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> No, it's it's not just the typer. I'm genuinely kind of like squinting. So when I read things <laughs> wrong, I'm like, have I read that wrong? Or can I not see? Um. Anyway. I've got a really tickly nose. And so if I keep scratching my nose for you people watching, not listening. I did a moment ago before just, we started. It's non-stop tickling. It's just like going... Shall we get on to one of the news items? Before we, Or are you dead thirsty? No, let's do a bit of news. Let's do a bit of news. Okay. So we're gonna. Well, we've got three pieces of news, but all three of them are quite large. Ooh. So can you wait for your drinks? I can wait. Can well, no. Wait, well, we can, we can do like one and then have a drink. Yeah. Okay. It's allowed, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So everybody, wait. Um. <laughs> Put your cups down. Rosalie or Bistro Rosalie. <laughs> Rosalie. Rosalie. Rosalie is now open. Over it. Ooh, you've given me the itchy nose. <laughs> it's contagious. And, and it is posh. It is swanky on the inside. It is very, it's a lot more art deco than I imagined. Um, from the outside, it looked quite earthy. Yeah. Um, it's very high end. There is a lobster and an oyster bar. So, well, we've... And steak tartare on the menu. <laughs> yeah, we've not criticised it, but we've questioned the fact that it, it replaces this like very child-friendly Disney character meal exciting thing. But it's clear from what it is that they are going for something totally different. It's, I criticise it. It's I've not, criticised it constantly this yeah. week. <laughs> it's not that they've missed the mark. It's that the, they've been aiming for a different mark, basically. Yeah. And I have, I've, I've read several different... Uh, major new Disney news outlets review it and they almost all say it's amazing the food's amazing and a lot of them say it's a good thing um that it's really up to the standard of food in the Disney village and I think that's fair because in the Disney village if you have champagne tastes there really is like chain restaurants and annettes and burger places and you know what I mean like the poshest place you can go is Rainforest Cafe I just find it interesting that they've got a sports bar They've then mm. put in the Royal Pub, which is basically Weatherspoons, and now oh, they've, now they've yeah. put in the, the yuppie wine bar. That's what it feels like to me. It just yeah. feels like they're trying to cater for drinkers more. Than, I know it's a restaurant. I know it is, but they're calling it a wine bar. Mm. They're calling it a restaurant and wine bar, and it, it or something like that. And it just feels like it's, I don't know. Mm, and they've, they've got an extensive wine menu. Yeah. However... Given what we've already said in the chat about the way the prices are rising and the target market is changing, it's if if they're trying to attract high-end customers, high-rolling customers, this is very reminiscent of a very, very posh hotel in the centre of London where you might take a client for mm-hmm. a, a meal. It doesn't <clears throat> shout Disney at me. 
but there is no doubt that it shouts high quality. And that has been echoed by everybody in that we can't go on bashing the menu or the, the style because they've achieved what they wanted to achieve. It's just not what we three would have chosen. I just, yeah. I just question who's going to a Disney park and saying, this is all very expensive anyway, um, but I want something that's not like the thing we came for. But still to be expensive, please. It's not that expensive to be... Well, oh, I mean, it's Disney expensive. There's, there's another yeah. thing to me, which is that... And I guess it's the same with anywhere that you eat there, really. But because of the type of food this... And because in France, they're foodies and, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big part of their culture. You could get on a train and go not very far at all <laughs> and get those ex- that, those exact meals <clears throat> for a fraction of the price. Mm. And and I guess that's it. They're trying to get a captive audience in there. I, I guess. I don't know. But what? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, that's the other thing. There was a comment, I think it was from um, DLP Report last week, that the Disney are really making a conscious effort to keep the park in the park and have the Disney Village to be a different sort of destination. Yeah. So if they're trying to get locals on date night to go, then maybe that's the target audience, but it's an expensive way of doing it. But why do that when you've got seven hotels full of Disney tourists? Well, and, and you know, isn't one of the, one of the, isn't the Yacht Club a, a fish restaurant? Mm. So, Cape and, Cod. And a, Cape Cod, sorry. Yeah, whichever, mm. yeah, whichever one isn't the buffet. It's, it's a fish restaurant. So I'm, I'm assuming you can already get a lot of this stuff there anyway. Shall That's we have a I look at the menus? It. We always like a good chat through yeah. the menus. Now, it's open from 8am till 11pm. Breakfast is served. This is information I've managed to find, guys. and There's going to be discrepancy here. Breakfast is served from 8am till 10.30am. And then the, the main menu, which is the lunch and dinner menu, is 11.30 till 11pm. So that gives me an hour where the dirt tell me what they're serving, but they also don't say that they're closed. <laughs> so I'm hoping someone can explain that. Maybe it's they're just getting out the last lot of yeah. breakfast diners and, you know, yeah. whatever. Oh, we've disappeared. I've just realised. Sorry. Um, you can't see us, but we're still here. Honest. No worries. Um, and then they have a special lunch menu between 11.30 and 3pm, which is 27 euros for two courses, which, like I say, isn't terrible by... Disney standards at all, given the the standard of food on offer. They also have a seafood and oyster bar. Um, Oh, we need to talk about the Comtair as well in a second. But let's have a look at this menu. That is too small for me, so I am just... (laughs) It's all right, we can do what we like because they can't see us at the moment, so you you can go nuts. I can even say this because she's in the chat. Bonnie, darling, my love, would you get me some glasses from the en suite and bring them down? Thank you very much. I have several Chief pairs grip. of glasses. Yeah. I lose them regularly, so I buy lots. So, hors d'oeuvres, we've got... Is that the page we're on? We're on the, the front page that says Rosalie on it. All right. Got it. Okay, so seafood. We've got whelks. Ooh. I'll be honest. I don't know what a whelk Where's is. Where's whelker? <laughs> That's from our classics. What's a whelk? Where's <laughs> What's a whelk? It's a type of seafood, obviously. It's shell, shellfish. Mm. Your shellfish. Doesn't like to share. Here she comes. Here comes Bonnie. You, you can't Thank see you. this, but Bonnie's here. She's here. Thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> Go on, back, 
Back up to your room. Okay. <laughs> shrimp. Bonnie is a free prawn. It's a free shrimp, elf. eh? I know what shrimp is. Prawns label rouge. Don't know what that... Well, I know Red what prawns, prawns are. Red prawns, yeah. <laughs> Half a lobster with mayonnaise, oh. served cold with mayonnaise, and whole lobster served cold with mayonnaise what for 45... What do they do with the other half? Yeah, right. They give it to someone else, I imagine. So you get a front half or a back half? No, it's, it's cutting half down. Is it down the middle? Yeah, it's, just, it's like a... Um, whatever you call it. A, a chicken. Half, no, I am... Half, section, like half a chicken. section of a lobster. I'm going to show myself to be very uncultured here. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oyster bar. They they have four different types of oysters. Yeah. And they serve them by the six or by the twelve. Yeah. I have never eaten an lobster, uh, an lobster, <laughs> an oyster, but I just did not know this was how they were offered. I've never been to a restaurant with an oyster bar before. No, I've not. So you've had got oysters. Breton cupped oysters. You've got San Vast special oysters. You've got Fins de Clare oysters, and you've got. Giladieu special oysters. So the thing about oysters is, um, uh, an old friend of ours, David Wood, used to quite openly say, eating oysters is like licking phlegm off oh, a cobblestone. No. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things that sticks with you. And uh, I don't want an oyster because, because of, of that. Because of that. Mm. And then they've got <coughs> sea f- seafood platters, which, you know comprise of different bits of what I've just said. And um <clears throat> the oyster shallots for is twenty nine fifty for one person or you can get a sharing one for fifty nine Euros. Um oyster tasting platter thirty three fifty for one, sixty seven for two. Uh-huh. Or the Rosalie mm-hmm. serves two for hundred and seventeen Euros. Now, I, earlier on, I went, it's, it's not bad price-wise. What I meant was like the lunch menu was lunch prices. But this is where I'm, what I mean by they're trying to attract high roller gourmands. Breakfast uh, looks all right. Though, it's like, I mean, mm. we, we went to a Las Iguanas today and I felt bad for ordering a chicken burger because it's like, you know, it's it's one of the cheaper items and it's pretty uh, unadventurous. But it's because I didn't have enough time to look at the menu. Um, imagine ordering a chicken burger in here. You'd be mortified, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be mortified, especially since they don't sell it. <laughs> You'd look like a right fool. But, you know, the, the equivalent of uh, of that, just going there, I should have a tap water and a chicken burger, please. The good news is, and this is genuinely good news because it didn't need to go this way, they do have a kid's menu. Ooh. So you can have mussels and French fries. Oh good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Ham, uh Coquillettes, I presume that's coquettes, but smaller, in creamy parmesan sauce. Okay. Am I wrong? Sounds, 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 sounds right. about right, doesn't it? And chicken nuggets and French fries. Ah, so there you thank go. goodness, thank goodness for the chicken nuggets. And then yeah. they can have Granny's chocolate mousse, seasonal fruit salad, or a, or a scoop of ice cream. Oh. Well done. I'll have the kids' menu. But please. they are, <laughs> they have specified that is only up to eleven years old. I yeah, I don't think they should with kids' menus. I think it's a rum do when they specify that because you'll get twelve year olds who are still a bit fussy, and yeah. you also get <laughs> adults who are fussy. But you get uh, quite old teenagers with additional needs who have got similar palates, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like it. It's rough when they do that. Mm. The lunch menu that I mentioned earlier for twenty seven euros, very limited choices, but it is, I think, reasonable. Oh, I'd eat here actually. Yeah. Actually, looking at the lunch. It's, it's reasonably priced, and there's there's a meal that I would eat there. Yeah. So you've got 
Butternut cream soup with chestnuts. I've got Lebel Rouge Ryan's Ravioli, which looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, for your hors d'oeuvres. And then for your main dish, you've got mussels in white wine sauce or nope. Toulouse pork sausage. I'm not a fan at all. I like mussels. Yeah. I like Toulouse pork sausage, especially with finely mashed potatoes and butter. And then for the end, for the dessert, you've got creme brulee or tatatan. <laughs> Sorry, you said some extraordinary things there, that's all. I said very ordinary things. My and mind's gone d- to smut. Yes, I I understand. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I love tatatan, but I also like ordering tatatan because I get to say tatatan. <laughs> which Stop I, saying tatatan. I enjoy greatly. Um, a tart tatan. Yeah, tart tatan. Tart tatan. Mm-hmm. Tatatan. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, I mean that is. It's a bit sublime to the ridiculous because that is a very accessible menu. Yeah. I feel like that's that's where most of their service will go during the lunch hours. Right, let's have a really quick look through the other menu. This is your general menu that's served for lunch and dinner. So even though there's a lunch menu, you can get all this a la carte stuff at lunch. Um, you can't get that 27 euro deal at dinner. That is between 11.30 and 3. Oh. So you've got our d'oeuvres, which... Oh, I've lost it. Horses d'oeuvres. Horses d'oeuvres, which uh, range range in price from 10 euros to 20 euros. And it ranges from butternut cream soup to Scottish smoked salmon. With everything in between, you've got duck pate on croute, avocado and shrimp cocktail, uh, soft boiled egg with oyster mushrooms. These are I would, nice things. Yeah, I would really eat nice this stuff. stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's... What I like is it is kind of a step above what I usually eat. So it feels yeah. like an event, but it's not like Captain Jack's I did find quite inaccessible, even though I enjoyed eating yeah. there. It's fancy pants stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So your meats. At least it's in a fun environment <laughs> at Captain Jack's. You've got Normandy beef tartare. Now, this is raw chopped beef, isn't it? That's where they mm-hmm. lose me, I'm afraid. But then you do have braised beef with Parmesan rigatoni and grilled ribeye steak and chicken supreme and Rosalie's sauerkraut and old-fashioned veal blanquettes, just like your mum used to make with pilaf rice. In the fish aisle, they have <laughs> the champagne. fish aisle? Champagne, roasted scallops, grilled lobster. Do you like scallops? I do like scallops, but the 32 euros, I you don't see like that's, that? that no. scallops. I don't 32 euros like them. No. Just to bring us back to the meats, uh, they range in price from 21 euros to 28 euros, oh, to 34 actually. The ribeye steak is 34. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not bad, really, is it, for a ribeye? It's okay. Um, grilled lobster is 48 euros. Mussels with chablis is. Uh, 19 euros 50. Uh-huh. Again, I mean, it's not McDonald's, is it? But I, I'm not finding these Which is just over like, the road. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they've been precise about that and saying shabbly when... Uh... Everything else is white wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's... Yeah. It, the, the prices are not like eye-watering in the way that some Disney prices can be. They're not cheap, but they, they are what they are. And then you've got cheese and desserts. Which includes a Norwegian omelette. Can someone explain a Norwegian omelette to me, please? It's an omelette that's... From Norway. ...made in the style of how Norwegians make omelette. Good. How go. do Norwegians make omelettes? I imagine with some kind of fermented fish. <laughs> oh, no, that's Sweden, isn't it? 
I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that someone in the in the chat can find that out for me. I, I bet we never go here. I think that is a possibility. It's baked Alaska. Oh. There you go. Bourbon vanilla creme brulee, floating islands, custard sauce um, salt with salted butter caramel, exotic fruit salad, souffle chocolate mousse. Hang on. Ta-ta-tan. <laughs> Hang on. Back up a second. Yeah. What's all this custard and salt caramel business? It says floating island, custard sauce and salted butter caramel. Right. We're going. Okay. <laughs> floating islands, you, you get We're going. the buffets, don't you? I, I think- love them. We're are going. They, are they usually meringues? Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a floating island of meringue, and you put it in a bowl of uh, custard uh, sauce. Custard sauce. Can I get? Glaze. Can I get that for three courses, like the way uh, Reginald Perrin gets ravioli for three courses in the Fall and Rise slash the Rise and Fall of Reginald Perrin? Yes, uh, ravioli followed by ravioli and ravioli. And um, can I just say that having gone through the menu, do you know what? I'm going to go back to us now. Here you go. Back to us. Um, having gone through the menu, I feel far more inclined to eat there than I did beforehand. Yeah. This stuff that I wouldn't touch, don't get me wrong, I'm not a seafood person at all. No, I'm not. But, I'm I wish I wish I was. But Laura really is. So if just she not. wanted to go there, then I absolutely would. And the, there's something there the boys would eat. So, mm. And I do like to lose sausage. I, w- I, w- <laughs> I would go here. I w- the, there's several items mm. that I would be quite excited about mm. having. It's a good dessert menu. Yeah. I thought somebody just said snails. I did thought escargot. I thought I'd you. seen escargot, but yeah, now I can't find it. Where there? is it? It's uh, on the um, the blah 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 blah. The blah blah blah. The herbs are. Oh, is Lucy it? got yeah. uh, snails on the the Disney cruise, and I like uh, and I said, "All right, I'm going to try them. I'm going to try them." And she got them, and I looked at them, and I just said, "I I can't I can't do it because I just know that they wouldn't get past my lips without me gipping." Try anything once. That's what I say. Oh but, yeah. But I mean, I would. But I, I know I know exactly how my my throat works, and the minute I put it in my mouth, I'd be going. Hurr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Six, six snails for eleven fifty so or twelve for twenty two. You see, I I've had snails a few times, and I mean to be fair, it's usually a kind of meat covered in garlic yeah, or yeah. in white wine sauce or something. So you're mainly eating the sauce, but I've always enjoyed them when I've had. Them. But underneath all that sauce, it's still a snail. Yeah. At what point do you just say, "Can I just have the sauce and maybe a bit of bread for dipping"? Yeah. Emma says that cat loves snails. Very much a Portuguese thing. Can't bring myself to try them. Yeah. They're nice. There's quite a bit of love in the chat, actually, for, for what's there. I've come round to it. And also, now I've, that, I've realised what they're trying to do is definitely not we want what we wanted them to do. I'm like, well, what you're trying to do, you are doing well. <laughs> what I want is lots of little quirky places that look like they've been there since the 50s. I want a little tapas place. I want a little Italian. I want places like that. Yeah. With a surly woman stood inside that doesn't I want, want you to come and eat at a restaurant. Yeah. I want a tapas place, but um, it's like it's got stuff all over the walls. Like it's like the, 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 the room is thick with things, trinkets hanging from the walls. That kind of place. That's mm. my vibe. And, and the, the owner randomly one day went, went to the UK and fell in love with some random football team like Grimsby. And there's like Grimsby town uh, scarves and yeah. stuff all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> no apparent reason. Yeah. I love that. Go on then. Oh, should we drink? Can we drink now? Can we? Let, let's have a drink. drink. <coughs> let's have a drink. Let's do it. Hey, ole, it's your time. 
all together. Tiki 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 cup in your tiki 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 cup. Well, you made yourself a beverage. I'll drink it up from your tiki 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 cup. Chris, you today will be enjoying a pineapple grapefruit crush um, from Aldi, which is basically lilt. Sugar-free. I like lilt. Uh, I'm having, uh, this is from like two or three weeks ago when Chris brought these these Nisi drinks uh, and I got the pear drop lemonade and um, it's been sat in the fridge this whole time. I I drank mine because we'd been doing Beyond Insanity, hadn't we? And uh, I needed more fluid. Oh, De Bomb Beyond Insanity. Yeah. From I've, th- I've actually brought something spicy today. I don't know if you want to give that a go at some point. Definitely. Because it's two of my favourite things. Do we save it for when we read out the, uh, <laughs> the yeah. trip reports again? Yeah. Excellent. Carry right. On, then. Should, yeah. Should we news? Yeah. So it, there's just one more kind of um, Rosalie-related thing that I haven't mentioned yet. And that's that they do have a takeout window on oh, the side that, of yeah. it. It's called Le Com- Compteur. Can someone just com- confirm I'm saying that right? Top bullet point. Le Compteur. Um, yeah. Comptoir. Comptoir. Oh, Comptoir. Comptoir. Okay. And, yeah, it's like a little <laughs> bakery takeout window on the on the side of Rosalie, and it sells mm-hmm. pastries and sandwiches, sweet and savoury snacks. It was kind of like... Um, uh, delicate cakes. I'm trying to think. There's a French word for this. Patisserie. Patisserie Thank yes, you. Yeah. Uh, there's patisserie. There was quiche. And quiche that, Lorraine. Quiche, that kind of thing. Flans. Um, so it's, but this makes a really good option for Disney breakfasts. They, they have a sitting breakfast as well, I think, don't they? You can get they do, croissants. I, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't find the menu. No, I saw DLP report posters and pictures. Maybe check that out on uh, on Twitter. But there were there's a, there's a deal that's reasonably priced like eight eight or nine euros for a, a coffee and a pastry of your choice and something else edible and orange juice I think as well. Mm. To- was it toast and jam or something? something not not toast, but something yeah. like that, something along those lines. But yeah, look look pretty decent and reasonably priced. That's good. Yeah. Um, someone in the chat's just asked. Lisa says uh, I'm taking it. It's not included in the dining plan. Uh, I. I honestly like don't know that at this point, but I tell you what, it's not even on the app because I thought the easiest way of checking the menus was to go onto the oh, app yeah. and it's not even listed there. And then the Rainforest Cafe isn't though, is it? On the, on the dining on the Disney, plan. On the, yeah, on the Disney app. No. So, oh, on the Disney um, app. And, yeah, and McDonald's isn't and other ones. So if it's, if it's not associated with Disney, it probably uh, makes sense that it's not on there. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think Annette's is. So I'm it? presuming it won't be Annette's. Is, is it? Yeah, I'm presuming it won't be on the dining plan. Then no, but I'm I'm happy to be corrected Vapianos. on that. Vapianos. It's also only been open 24 hours or 36 hours. I well, suppose at this it. point. So yeah, and it was it was very kind of last minute the way that the date and everything was announced, wasn't it? And that because often you they were do, saying that last week, weren't you? Well, they often release menus before somewhere opens, and I don't know. It just felt a bit kind of get people well, yeah, salivating. Because, yeah, because when the Royal Pub opened, we had, we had the menus like at least a week before. Didn't we? Oh we yeah, them oh yeah, we, we are. We were laughing at that. We're, we're, weeks we're at the back of it all, and not only that, when the, when it opened, the on, online there weren't English menus. Anyway, I looked all over the place. It's taken days for the English ones to turn up because everyone was was taking pictures and showing the French ones. Mm. I didn't understand them. Mm. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> mm. So thanks for finding the English ones. I appreciate that. It, You're welcome. It helps my uh, 
poor um, English brain. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I've come around to it. Yeah. But I am I am more excited almost about this takeout window because I just think on your way to and from the hotel, somewhere you can just grab a quick sandwich at a window. Well, I'm hoping it doesn't have mammoth cues. It probably will. But it, it's it's a useful useful tool. I'll tell you what though, um, it's probably just me. But um, if I'm grabbing something from a window, if it's not like associated with something a bit more themed, even if it's convenient and I could just walk by and get something, I'd probably be inclined not to because I just I I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I was on my Disney holiday if I was at like a you know quite a a nice looking window to get something. Like a like patisserie or something. I, I I don't know. I want. I I think what I want is a Cheshire cat tail, or a, I get that. You're being or, very cute. Yeah, exactly. I, I, well, you know, I, I did caveat that at the so start. But. Something for discussion on the on the um, extra magic time show mm. afterwards, actually. But um, I started watching behind the attraction, and one of the episodes in the second series is about food. And oh. when you watch that, you realize, like, firstly, you realize the amount of effort that goes into it all, but also yeah. you you realize how different it is in I mean, we already know this from yeah. France to what mm. it is and mm. uh, well, the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's another reason I'm quite pleased about the way Rosalie has turned out <laughs> in that um, we've, we've followed Disney vloggers and bloggers from the US who go to the US parks and anticipate being blown away by the French food because it's France mm-hmm. and get there and are scathing. And I'm always a bit like, oh, I think this is what they expect. Rosalie. You, you could be well, well be right. I yeah. think this is what, you know, transatlantic travellers have been expecting. Mm-hmm. We, on mm-hmm. the other hand, are used to being disappointed by French food. So, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, France. Sorry, France. You know. Do we need a disclaimer here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy's opinions are not the opinions of the show as a whole. I'm start a UK-France war, aren't I? Lucy won't be joining us on the show anymore. <laughs> Is it like that, Hugh? Yeah, it's like when um, when 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 it's like when Richard Bacon was no longer there, and you know they had to cut someone and say he did something very wrong. <laughs> on Blue Peter, that was right. New nighttime spectacular. Ooh. I've actually changed this to nighttime spectacular pre-show because, well, okay, I have to backtrack a bit because I wasn't here for a week. And then none of us were here for a week. Mm-hmm. And this news happened during that time. We we talked about the electric sky parade, didn't we? Mm-hmm. In the in the bro show. The bro and show. The, and the symphony of colour. And we talked about symphony of colour as well. But you've got yeah. more imagery now than we had when we talked yeah. about it. And uh, we've got dates and, and, mm. and various things. So, yeah, I was kind of like, well... This needs talking about, and I didn't know how much been talked oh, about. And let's be honest, me and you won't have talked about it properly anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from the 8th of... Uh, there's a new season that is going to last from the 8th of January to late September. So this is this is an odd thing. This is very much kind of a, uh, it's not the 30th anymore, but we're also not doing the do? big seasons we're going to do. So it's kind of... It feels a bit of an in-between thing, but it does look really exciting. Mm-hmm. And the season is called... A symphony of colour. But as part of that, you were going to have the electric sky parade that Hugh and Chris have already talked about, um, which is going to be the uh, uh, what used to be the Main Street Electrical Parade, but reimagined in the sky through drones. Do, 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 do. 
did you mention that they've got a new type of drone that actually um, emits sparklers? Uh, Don't think so. Did we? No, I, I feel like we did, but but Hugh did the research. If he says no, then we didn't. I don't think so. Okay. But I'd heard about this. Do tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's coming from the concept art, but like uh, Captain Hook's ship flies across the sky, apparently, mm-hmm. but it has like vapor trails coming out the back. So the, this is utilizing a new type of drone. They're always right at the cutting edge of this technology. I don't want to say that Disney have invented it, but I think it is very cutting edge where they can actually send fireworks out of drones so they can be quite directional. So that... Oh, at what point does it become a weapon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, drones are weapons. They could be used for like crowd dispersion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just chasing but... people down Main Street. <laughs> yeah, the carnage. <laughs> this is when AI goes wrong. The first thing they're going to come for are the uh, firework firing drones. <laughs> As I wasn't here when you did talk about it, I just want to get my own two penithing in that I am so freaking excited about this. So excited because one of my best Disney memories of my childhood was the Main Street Electrical Parade. It really, any anyone who saw it, it leaves this crazy indelible mark. You can still see it on the back of your eyelids. It was that bright. But it's just, it was just so impactful and, and visual and iconic. And yes, we know they're not going to bring it back. And we, we know there's various reasons for that. But to then take all that imagery and say we're doing it in this 21st century way, using this 21st century technology. It's pretty cool. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I am so, so, so excited. And I can see some love hearts zooming up in the chat. I think we said we, can't, we, we weren't bothered. I think that's what we said. Did you really? <laughs> no. No, we didn't. Okay. I, I think I whistled the theme tune about 13 or 14 times during the episode because mm. I love the music. I just music. love it. I just love, I love it. it. Um, just letting you know that it won't be performed on the 17th, Boo. 22nd or Boo. 23rd of oh. January because the, we're having magic over Disney. Now, this is a really odd thing. So when we've been to magic over Disney before, it's been over Lake Disney. And it's good because it's a little extra event that doesn't happen all the time and it, it's very odd and weird. But just to replace one nighttime show for another nighttime show on three nights doesn't make much difference. It just doesn't make a difference to your experience other than that you've seen a different show. Certainly people, I think most families with kids only watch the fireworks once in a, I think most people only watch the fireworks once in a trip. And so if you're not clued up on Disney and you're just saying, oh, it's most convenient for us to watch the fireworks on the Thursday night because then we can go home on the Friday or whatever, you're not going to know if it's one one thing or the other. So I don't see how Disney benefit from doing magic over Disney and just replacing what is this awesome, exciting new show for a different new show. And, I don't and, get and it. Those, the, 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 the promotional thing. They weren't consecutive it? nights, were they? No, 17th, 22nd and 23rd. I wonder how many people are going to be confused as to what they're watching. Yeah. Like, are they know, it's turn... not as good as I thought. Where, where are they, where's the sparkling firework drones? Yeah, they're turning <laughs> up they for chasing the... me? <laughs> they've seen this one advertised and they've seen imagery for this and they get a different one. And I'm sure the other one will be brilliant as well. I mean, Disney deliver, but it's just an odd, odd marketing yeah, I, choice. I feel for those people, but at the same time, I'm going at Halloween and I'll miss it by a month. <laughs> so... So yeah, Sodom. As far as I'm True. Concerned. You're probably going to be there for two days unless you're a one-day visitor. So you get to see it the other day. Well, Emma says she's hoping that they keep it forever 
Because I think this um, it'll be a long time till we till we're back in DLP. I hope so too. But do you not get the impression that having not done a new parade for a very long time, this and and with the new technology of the drones, that this is the, the way to not have to refresh and get a lot of new dancers all trained up and and everything, and do something else that's impactful and and can stay around for a bit. So let that parade last um, a little bit longer. Well, I mean, the electric parade had all sorts of problems um i i don't think it's laziness on the part of disney why they're not doing oh, the no. electric parade are you on about the daytime yeah, the parade? Daytime parade. yeah mm. that's, that's what i'm saying but you know we're we more than due did we get it for the twen- 25th yeah anniversary yeah so it's six years old now and i reckon if we hadn't been shut for two years then probably they would have planned to do a new one for the 30th I, I, don't you mm, think like perhaps one. yeah but yeah but uh, yeah, it's just they want to make the most of this technology, these, these drones, and do as much different things as they can. This is something that people are screaming out for because it's the electric, mystery mm. electric arcade um, parade. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I totally understand why they're doing it, and I, mm. and I think it's great. But I think it'll be around for a while. I th- I hope it'll be around for but a while. They keep updating the nighttime stuff. Like how many ta- how many things have they changed in the last year? They just it feels like they're kind of tweaking. They're bringing the drone show yeah. slightly. <laughs> Bring back the old um, Disney dreams, and that but also life. this this idea changing. of the pre-show <clears throat> to the fireworks is not going. It, we haven't had a gap in that. We had the thirtieth one, then we had a special Christmas one, and now we've got this one. Um, and I I just think that this is the thing now. It will be fireworks plus pre-show, and the pre-show will change. Um, Can I just say something? Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Cheryl Yates says apparently there's no more coffee machines in Hotel Cheyenne. <gasps> Sorry, I thought it was worth saying. <laughs> Just I no news. coffees there. No more coffee machines in Cheyenne. I we don't drink coffee. I didn't even know the word. No, it's one of those big stayed... tips, isn't it? You take your card, you get a free coffee every day on your from the coffee machines. In, oh, really? Oh, the ones in the, in the corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. the ones in the corridor. So they're not there in Cheyenne anymore. Boo. Boo. There you go. Well. Um, she added that they got their free coffees in Santa Fe two weeks ago. Nice. I imagine they'll be going from there as well. I've still never set foot. I've never seen the Santa Fe building. We'll do it I next did, time. It's, we'll it's like, next it's, you know, it's, it's a myth. I think I've said before, we, we went and ate there, but we were all so tired yeah. that it was just a really grumpy, horrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the grounds are good for walking around because you have to walk through lots of small car parks mm-hmm. if you know because of the way it's laid out but i actually really liked the room i re- and i really liked the main building the shop was good yeah and the shop and if you can get inside one of the courtyards where it's all like cactuses and stuff it it feels really good but the problem is the amount of like like i say little car areas the uh, the restaurant has a um a high school refectory kind of feel to it that's what it felt like to me mm um, mm. But again, I was really tired. Is there any chance you're saying that's a good thing? Does it sound like I'm saying? It? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just thought, you know, there's an outside chance you, you thought it was quaint. <laughs> right. Aww, I love that. So the other thing we found theme. out, well, I think you guys already know. That. I'm a bit behind on this as to what you've talked about and when. Okay. Is um, we've got a new 
cavalcade and hub show mm-hmm. um, called A Million Splashes of Colour. Now, this starts on the 10th of February, so that will be relevant when it, we come to talk about this last-minute January trip for mm. Kerry in a minute. Um, so that's, that's the 10th of February. And just like Dream and Shine Brighter, it is a three-float cavalcade that comes round the hub, stops, and then does a show on the hub stages. So this is getting more and more ubiquitous, and it seems to be coming for every um, every season that they do now. I know they did it for the season of The Jungle Book and The Lion King and the whatever the, that's called you know that one and uh, they did it princess and pirates they did it for the frozen mini season they, it since it wasn't a thing i don't think when we started did going it for disney 100 as well did it for disney 100 <laughs> it's they've got those stages and they're using them and it's great and people love it anyway i've got some more for even if you already know about this i've got some more photos <laughs> to show you mark riley says i'll be counting all those million splashes there better not be nine hundred ninety-nine. So, uh-huh. what we have here is a little cardboard mock-up model, a maquette, is it? Like what Hugh uses, makes at work. Where's this from? This is of one of the floats. No, where'd you get the picture? Uh, it's a, an official Disney picture. Okay. Yeah, so... It's cool. Talk, talk about that. Well, it's really cool. We, we, it is really cool. We talked about it, didn't we, a few weeks ago about about the yeah, black and white yeah, it's an interesting idea. Stuff. It's like the um, what's what was that restaurant called? Oh yeah, um, uh, Artist Palette. Artist Palette. Mm. It's all like line drawing in size. Everything's black and white. I think it's going to come to color at some point during the. During I don't think so. I think that is what it is. Although I'm happy to be wrong. So the people listening, what we've got is um, a mainly black and white float with uh, art objects as in spray cans and paint pots and paintbrushes and pencils. And some of them are in black and white. Some of them are starting to be in colour and some of them are in full colour as if it's in the process of being coloured in. Uh, I really, really, really like that. Can Mm. I say something sacrilege? Go on. I never loved the Dream of Shine Brighter floats. Uh, I know everybody else like really, really loved that parade, and I thought the music was great and the way they did it. But I just found them a bit lacking in detail and gaudy. They reminded me of those. The, do you remember when you were kids and you used to have those those building block things that were transparent? They were like they just looked like different coloured bits of glass, and you stuck them all together, and you could make yes, shapes yes, out. yes, I yes. I remember what it was called. No. I know exactly what no. you mean. Hugh's looking at me blankly. Um, I feel like it would have been something right up your street, Hugh. But that, that's what they reminded me of. Transparent building blocks. Well, not blocks. They were like, no, they, they were, were like, like flat pieces like of card. Flat, tiley things, and they had like slices in them, and you could put them together into different shapes and stuff. Sometimes oh, right, they're yeah. hexagonal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is far more up my street. It's far more kind of... Um, it feels like it's got more of a narrative to it, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. And I have some more concept art for you. Ooh. Ooh. The background, by the way, guys, on our close-up camera is Lucy's new Christmas towel. <laughs> From my spendy day. <clears throat> so, um, one of these is uh, clearly influenced by comic books because it's got um, zap, pop. Does it say Bob on it? Like, it says like Bob, Bob yeah. Sangwell. Yeah. Zay. He's got his own flow. He's made that it. That says Bob. <laughs> and and various things. What does it in... say at the end? Because it looks like B-O-double-L and I can't read the rest of it. Oh, is it Buzz? Yeah. 
Oh, that's all right then. What's what what's it called when it's not a speech bubble, Hugh? When it's like a sound hit? Uh, just a sound effect. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, like on on the on the cloud shape kind of thing. Oh, look! You are looking at my Google Calendar now. <laughs> Um, what, you don't mean like a thought bubble? I don't know what I mean. Don't it's like the Batman zaps and boings. Yeah, the thing is, um, that, that that can be a little bit tiresome. Like, as someone who's made comics in the past, uh, I had an article written about me in the local paper. I was, you know, privy to this. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know, a, a hit piece. Um, and, it said, and it just, like, the, the title was like, Whiz, pow, take that. And I just, I didn't don't, don't make superhero comics, and um, and you know it was all Ben Day dots. You know they they put some effort into it, bless them. But I just thought, oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> and then we've also got uh, one that's sort of covered in letters. There's a T for Tigger. There's as is that a Z for Zerg? <laughs> um, but this this one has got words like Iago on there and tack, tick and tack. Um, Peter Pan. So they're going for characters. Maybe that's what they're doing on this one. Who's Bob then? We know who Buzz is. Bob. Who is Bob? Um, Bob. And Zap. What Disney character could Bob refer to anybody? Uh, other, other than the Disney character Bob Sangwell. It's Zip. lovely bobbing along. Oh, well, I was thinking of bobbing along. Yeah. Is there a anyway? Bob? I the the looking good. Oh yeah. Uh, Maybe it's Bob Iger. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Bob Chapek. Um, <laughs> John says uh, it's given Art Attack from early 2000 um, vibes. Uh, yeah, okay. and, uh, um, I, I'll take that. I, I am feeling that. Yeah, That's a TV show in the UK. And then finally, uh, for pictures, then you can come back to our beautiful faces. Oh. Um, we have... I think we looked at this, didn't we? Yeah, we did look at that. Decorations yeah. on Main Street and on the station. on the recycling of the 30th uh, yeah. anniversary stuff. Yeah, it is, and it, it's very common to just use these medallions. I'm interested by who they've chosen to have on though. Cause yeah, that's, see, that's what we were saying. It's again, I I don't I don't get excited. I don't walk into a park and go, oh look, it's the face of these characters. There's another face of a character, and there's a face in a circle. But it's a bit. Do seven year olds? It's sir. just like slapping IP on, isn't it? You do if it's your favourite, don't you? There will be four-year-olds who come in and see Buzz's face on the train station, yeah. and that is the most excited they've been all day. Good. Yeah, you know. true. Good for them. Um, they're true also, that. They're also they're doing some things in the gardens near the hub with, I don't know how to say this. I wanted, I wanted to write something really artistic, but it's big plastic flowers. That's what it is. But they, they look re- really cool. Are they replacing the Garden of Wonders? Is that, uh, yes. Uh, from what I gather, there's going to be actual living foliage uh-huh. But then there's going to be some rather larger than life flowers kind I love of a permanent, incorporated in permanent them. spot for the Garden of Wonders stuff. Oh, mm. I love just the Just keep it forever because it's, it's a, it, was, it, is. it was cool. Stick it in the London Park when they build it over at the uh, at the studios. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that Garden of Wonders stuff. That's when I was like, Disneyland Paris is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Absolutely gorgeous. Right, now that, ladies and gents, is all she wrote. We're not going to have time for any uh, um, trip trip reports reports this week, are we? We've only got 10 minutes left. Well, should we talk about the January question? Kerry-January question mark. 
Yeah, so Kerry is asking earlier, is it worth going in January? Can, you, so, can we have some licorice while we discuss this? Oh, yeah. Is it so there? We'll break this into two halves. Um, first of all, should we save that for the uh, Patre- uh, uh-huh. Patreon show so that we can... No, no, <laughs> no. No, I can just feel you two getting distracted from the topic of Disney, but no, go we'll, on. we'll be all right. We'll be professional. Okay. Do, you want, do you want a rubber glove? It's so this is a packet of, uh, of hot licorice. It's called Soft Eating Licorice Extreme Chili, and it comes with a plastic bag for your fingers. Well, a, a glove, I'm guessing. Nah, I'll be all right. Yeah? You sure? You'll scratch your eye in two hours and regret it. Or worse. There scratch you your bum. Get in there. Thank you. See, licorice and hot things are two of my favourite things of all Same. time. That's why I bought them. Do you want one? No. That is immediately... Oh! Like, spicy. Biting, yeah. But spicy. Um, that's great. I've got to get me some of this. Oh! Right. January. Right, so we can split this answer into two halves, because... um. Chris has been in the gap between New Year's and them taking down Christmas. Mm -hmm. So he's managed to get that magic week where it's still Christmas, even though it's definitely not Christmas anymore. And we have been later on in January. We went about the 20th of January. Um, So we've we've all been. In 2020. Yeah, Yeah, in 2020, just before the world ended. We got a train there, uh, a connection at Lille and a young couple there who were coughing like I've never seen anyone cough before. <laughs> if we'd have known, we would have gone anywhere near them. Um, we didn't get COVID though, did you, sir? No. Don't, don't matter? No. Sir, um, Chris, do you want to go first? How was your week? Right. Here's the thing. If you want to go for Christmas, but you want the the back end of Christmas as your, as, as your treat, then it's fine. The problem is it's not Christmas anymore, but it's still Christmas in the parks and it's a bit mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. So we had a really good time. It was cold. Um, it was really busy. So we we arrived on the second of January and we stayed for that like five days. I think we were there for, and it was okay. Um, but yeah, it was really really busy. It was very very cold. Um, the parks were still open late, which they're not later on in, in the month. I don't think are they. So that was kind of good. Yeah. But there's just something about when it's not Christmas anymore, but Santa's still going down Main Street. There's yes. just a little bit kind of. I'm kind of done with this because Christmas is about the build up to Christmas, absolutely, and not the after Christmas. That, in my view, anyway. So, yeah, that, that's that's. I wouldn't go that week if I were you. Um, I'd wait till after the sixth, have Christmas out of the way, and and then go. That'd be that'd be my choice if I was going to go again in January. I'm with you there, unless for some reason maybe you've had to postpone Christmas and uh, you just say, oh well, this year we'll have to celebrate it a bit later. But that's a quite a rare circumstance that you would. I choose to do yeah. that and go to Disneyland Paris and go, well, I'll have our Christmas later this year. In um, in our experience, we well, this year, I wouldn't wait till after, I'd wait till after the 8th. If you don't like what Chris just said, or you do like what Chris just said, I should say, the 8th is when the new pre-show starts and that that is big deal to me. Um, but in our experience, we went at the 20th-ish of January and it was very cheap. And that's the draw because it is the downest of down seasons. It is. It might be the cheapest week of the year. I don't know. And that was we had annual passes. We were trying to get in a sneaky extra, and and that was how we did it. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was the draw, and that is a good reason. However, the reason it's cheap is because it is the downest of down seasons. Mm-hmm. There was quite. There was nothing 
extra. Although we we got the season of the farce and the frozen celebration, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. So that was on. Um, but you you didn't get like the food festival wasn't on. There wasn't um, things were slightly understaffed. Certain food locations were shut. Rides shut. A lot of rides shut. A yeah. lot. Yeah, a lot. <clears throat> I can't remember which ride which rides, but there will have been rides on. It um, tends to be painting time, doesn't it? They start mm, spruce up things ready for. And half terms and stuff. Yeah, so it, there was a lot of things shut. There was a lot of things shutting, you know, food places that shut at four o'clock, that eternal beef that we have. Just think, because the the numbers were low and the thing was low. Now, the thing is, I would go again for that because I've been to Disney so many times. I don't mind that too much. I wouldn't do your once-in-a-lifetime holiday in January, but if you want in a cheeky extra last minute booking, as you seem to be wanting, I would say yes, it's fine. I will say it hits di- it hits different in the cold when it's not Christmas because we've been at Christmas. I mean, freaking freezing, but we've done the whole hot chocolate thing and the Santa there and the lights are pretty mm. and it's gorgeous. It does feel a little bit miserable when there's no Christmas. That's lights. what I was going to say. You can you can put up with some of that at Christmas time because you've got all that extra distraction. In January, it's just cold and wet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, True. And, and dark. <clears throat> and it has that kind of sad feeling of January. Yeah. That, the problem with the sad feeling of January, and I feel for Kerry in this sense, is that when you're born in January, that is that is your lot in life. Every year, that's your birthday. And that's how it's going to be. So That's your birthday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, I, I think I, I get it. I, I get the idea of wanting to go and do that. On the, on the week of your birthday because I I like we went out for my birthday a few years back we had some drinks and stuff I like to get out and do something in January because it lifts uh-huh. the mood a little bit and the fact that I have my birthday tends to drag a few other people <clears throat> into doing something a bit happier mm. so I wouldn't not yeah I, I wouldn't not go because of the weather necessarily <laughs> there's not like bad but, time to go it's just that no. um, you still have a great time I but would be like but you know in terms of the weather and you know the cold you know, it's, it's going to be the, the worst month for that. I would be just, I would just make sure you were very, very, very prepared for cold and wet. And my advice in that sense is make sure that your shoes are watertight. Like, to, because shoes can be watertight, but when oh. you're walking around in the drizzle for eight hours, yeah. something yeah. gets in. I, I Yeah, I got, I got wet feet one day and it was utter oh. misery. I went January 20... 19 with with work to paris and i think i was talking about this the last week or the week before and um it snowed we went to we went to disneyland to eat we went to the to the village and we ate at the um rainforest cafe but it snowed ridiculously heavily and during the day i was looking on facebook at, at disneyland and there are all these beautiful pictures of all the snow and stuff and it is it's glorious but what's not not glorious is when the <laughs> snow stopped and Sludge. thousands of people are walking around on it all yeah. It just becomes this sludgy horribleness in the yeah, village. Yeah. It was just horrendous. It was just, mm. it was so dangerous. So yeah. we we took um, those heat packs that you can get that you unseal and they go hot. We had them in each pocket. I ended up putting them in my shoes and it specifically says on the packet not to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did. There is and it was a, amazing. Uh, so obviously we've got our January video from there. It's an old one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an older one, but uh, yeah, so 2020. So uh, somewhere in our playlists in our... Trip report. What? I can never remember what we call them. Let me have a look, and I'll tell you. Playlists on our channel. 
Just while Hugh's doing that, I'm going to take a leaf out of Bonnie's book and say, if you're on here right now and you're our friend and you like us, just hit a little thumb up like button. Yeah, just while you're there, while you're waiting. Got a playlist called Disney Trip Reports on this channel, and mm-hmm. it's got all it's got all my videos on there from my own channel. It's got uh, some of Lucy's. It's even got a Gulliver's Valley theme park resort one. Just we chucked that in there, the three, <laughs> a three minute one, and uh, um, Disney Magic at Sea, UK Staycation, DLP, Walt Disney World. Did I put there. my Sundown one in there? Uh, no, have I not? No, get it on there. Um, so in. 2020, yeah. So the video is called DLP Season of the Force and Frozen Celebration 2020, mm. and that's our January trip. In fact, the opening shot is a very wet looking Main Street. It's <laughs> looking out now. Mm. Uh, there you are. My videos are a lot more uh, bombastic these days, so uh, just you know, it'd be, it'd be a chilled out affair. <laughs> Go easy on him. Yeah. Um, Emma says we did two day, two days last week of absolutely torrential oh, rain. Last we week, did our it? best to stay positive, but honestly, it got really miserable. That's the thing; it, it does, and and we always go, "Oh, it's Disney, it won't matter. Disney's magical, whatever." And it is, and you do feel it's fabulous, but because you're <clears> outside <throat> and you're walking all day, it does get to like I don't know two in the afternoon, and you're just like, "This is grim." Yeah. Um, it's why I say the heat packs are the best because then you're actually being warm up you're not just tolerate tolerating it. it it's it's good that uh, paris gets the best of both worlds because um we've never been in a summer where it hasn't been hot no we? that's true no. we normally go in summer and it's always like 30 degree hot you know mm. um mm. but then like it can be freezing cold in winter but what disney world just relentlessly baking all the time. Mm. Well you know maybe not so much in December or January but when we went in February it was still f- 30 odd degrees. And then it rains as if someone just threw a bucket of water at you and then it stops. Yeah. So and... so it's nice that you can go in colder months and have a different experience. Yes. Emma kept saying, be the magic. It's your fault, Lucy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, my favourite my favorite time that saying has been used is when Hugh has been snarky to a woman <laughs> and she and she she walked away and I went, Hugh, be the magic. And he went, I was the magic. I made her disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that at the time or on the show? At the time. <clears throat> I think I said it on the show in the report. You did, but you said it at the time. Did I? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty quick, that. It's because, just to remind you people, we were watching, we picked out this spot, and you, we couldn't really see where we were anyway, but we picked out this quiet spot. And even though there's like loads of space around us, this, this lady's head just appeared like next to mine to see what I was seeing. And I looked at her, and I looked at her a couple of times, and then I went, you planning on staying there or... <laughs> now I don't know if she wow, understood. I don't, I don't, this thing about Paris is you don't know if they're going to understand you, and I don't know if she understood me, uh, but she did go away. <laughs> she did go away. Oh, Bonnie's put a Christmas tree in the in the chat, and it makes me want to go for Christmas, but it's too late now. Best will in the world. It's too it's late too for late. the show. Hey, by the way, Chris. Yeah, they were brilliant. They are really good. They're immediately spicy, but they're not too not too hot, and they leave a nice warmth um, uh, warmth on there. Hashtag not sponsored, but. They're delicious. They're really, really good. Um, Licorice and heat. And, and probably s- similar sort of, but not quite as hot as the um, Carolina Reaper sauce, but yeah. somewhere, like, somewhere in that Get, ballpark. Getting up to there, yeah. Yeah. They're good. I'm going to have some more of that in a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next week, we're doing Christmas party. Well, Christmas party. Yeah, yeah bring, it's party, it's party bring time. Christmas hats and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we have got 
three trip reports. So hopefully Disney don't <coughs> have any news and we can fire through those before the end of the year because I guess we're going to have two weeks off after that, are we? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah, we decide to so. randomly do a rogue one. New Year party show when we're all at my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think my wife might kill me if I do that. Yeah, she would. Yeah. It wouldn't be pleasant. And you wouldn't want it live on YouTube. We never either. interviewed the Brooks about their experiences, did we? No, we didn't. Oh. Right. Anyway, <laughs> and we, we, have and got we never pa- will. We have got a Patreon show to do when we you do. are going to hear what I thought about the Wish. Uh, no spoilers. Movie. No spoilers. No though. spoilers because no neither spoilers. of these two have seen it and they both want to. And I think we might do a proper review I when think everyone's we should do seen a it. Review, want to's a bit strong, but I will watch it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to talk about Disney Wish a little bit. And then, amongst other things, and maybe we'll show other Christmassy Disney items. Ooh. So. Uh, thank you very much for joining us tonight. I've been Lucy. These have been the boys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.